0: when it's released. Tour story listeners get 10% off by using code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. All at com. That's I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hey, Bob. It's Bill Plummer. Oh, hey, guy. Hey, man. Um, sorry I've called you so many times. Um, you think I could get a tour story from you? You mentioned oh, a man. month ago or so that... Um, You might be able to do it.
1: Yeah, man. I just, uh, I'm sorry. I've got your texts and your emails too. I'm sorry. I've just been, I don't know. My heart's not in it. I've kind of moved on and it's, uh, I don't know. I don't know what this is. It's a podcast. Is this like Spotify where you don't pay the musicians or something? I don't know. I'm I'm just a little confused about what you're going for.
0: uh, I just had a tour story. Um, That's it. Just anything from, from the past.
1: It just—it just doesn't sound that interesting. I don't know, man. I've also—I haven't done it for years, for a couple of years now, and I've hung up my gun. So I've got—I'm yeah. on the bigger, bigger and better things.
0: Okay, what are you doing now? <laughs> Hello. Hey, 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 hey. This is a special episode of Tour Stories featuring Bob Whitaker. I first met Bob back in 2008 when Modest Mouse opened for R.E.M. on a U.S. tour. Bob was a looming presence, authoritative, and always kind. In other words, Bob knew how to take care of business with kid gloves on. In this episode, we find out what Bob did after years of tour managing, and how he applied those skills to build a beautiful trail on an otherwise abandoned railroad in rural eastern Washington. From Ruinous Media, this is Tour Stories.
1: fly out of Seattle, go on tour, Argentina, Japan, Johannesburg, Cape Town, whatever. I've always akin tour managing to like fishing in Alaska. You sleep maybe three hours a night, make a ton of money, you come back, you're a mess, all your friends don't like you, they don't want to be around you. You spend all your money and you go back up fishing.
2: That's sort of what tour managing felt like to me towards the end. Meet Bobby Whitaker, a rock and roll tour manager, a fixer, a doer for the bands like Mudhoney, R.E.M. in the yeah, yeah, yes. If you think of anything in your mind, Bobby's probably been there or done it.
1: So I love building a team for tour and crew. And, you know, you're all in this together and you're out on the road. And that, that, I learned that in the van with Mud Honey, with four guys and me. It's hard work. Another thing about me is I'm sort of an empath and I'm also a field sergeant, which is sort of what you saw walking around backstage. That's probably why I was good at my job, but also you're open and exposed and it wears you out because you're, you're receiving and you care. I always kept one toe kind of in nature. And so I I come back and I would go to the peninsula. My family has a cabin on the Quinault Indian Reservation on the peninsula.
2: That family is outdoor famous. Bobby's dad is Jim Whitaker, the first American to climb Mount Everest, the first CEO of REI. Bobby was named after the late attorney general and brother to President John F. Kennedy, Bobby Kennedy. The outdoors are a part of him.
1: And I would go out there. I would take... uh, All the, you know, Nirvana, Pearl Jam, Mud Honey, The Accused, all the freaks would come out there. I just love it and go for walks on the beach and and just get back to nature. My father was an incredible, he's very inspiring, you know, and he got me in touch with nature and uh, I got an appreciation for that. And then I would go on these tours. You come back and you're like, what have I done to make the world a better place or myself a better person or... You know, when you're, 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 you've been on the road and you're giving your all to this, you know, these various families that are bands and uh, you start to realize that those things come to an end and it's not, it's not entirely up to you. And you start to kind of go, Oh, well, this isn't that enriching or I've done this. What the hell am I going to do for an encore? But then it wasn't enough to just go out of nature. It was like, OK, what can I do to give back to the
2: community? Community. A theme persistent with Bobby either through creating quasi-families with bands or growing up in a culture of the outdoors, building community is ever-present, and it landed Bobby in a beautiful upper east corner of Washington State called Ferry County.
1: I always say it's Washington State's Bermuda Triangle because no one knows where it is. It's a very rural area. It's got, you know, huge ponderosa pine that four people couldn't put their arms around. Visually, it's almost like the San Juan Islands. You have a lot of grasslands and then trees, You have sort of an arid forest, uh, but then you also have cedars and stuff like that on the north side
2: of the hills. Bobby had bought property up there. He loved to cross-country ski in the backwoods right off his deck. Being close to nature again, connected to his past and away from the bands, sound checks, and grind of touring, it was healing. But he wanted to do more. He wanted to give back to this new community he joined in Ferry County. So
1: an article pops in the newspaper, local newspaper. It's like this tiny four-page newspaper. Which the best part about it was the police blotter. You get to see all your friends in there, see my speeding tickets, stuff like that. And um, uh, it said the railway was going to be abandoned. I was like, oh my gosh, what a what an opportunity to make lemonade out of lemons. You know, no one wants their railway to go away. No one wants their industry to go away. And me being an outdoor dork and a bicycle pedestrian advocate. I was like, God, these things are great for these tiny little towns, and we could have a tourist boom here with something that's not a hardcore industry that doesn't hurt the area.
2: Ferry County had almost 30 miles of pristine nature and waterfront, perfect for a trail along a railroad track that was about to be abandoned. If tracks get abandoned, they often lead to squabbles and conflicts, property right fights down the road, and Bobby knew it.
1: So I contacted an attorney Uh, Charles Montaigne, he's like the Michael Jordan of rail banking. I got this attorney, and he writes a couple letters. He gets the thing rail banked with the county.
2: Rail banking is an agreement that gives tax breaks to the railroad companies for the lines and federal dollars to convert the line into public land as part of the Trails Act. And though he didn't have money to build the trail yet, Bobby thought it was important to get people into nature and see the trail's potential for themselves.
1: I was like great we got this line now what do you do and like everyone's like oh you got to develop it now and I'm like oh Jesus well we got a bunch of snow and uh we got a snow machine snowmobile and we groomed it for cross-country skiing I said screw it we got eight inches of snow let's have a ski day event we groomed the trail along the Kettle River up to our tunnel which is like a mile and a half from north of Curlew the Kettle River is beautiful comes out of BC watershed and it's a near wilderness experience. There's no road. You're on a rail trail. You can look down in the water, if it's not frozen, and see brown trout. And then you, you shuffle a mile and a half, and you're still looking at the same river. And you come upon the tunnel. It's just incredible. I'll never forget all the parking lot filling up. And I was like, God, you know, I thought I knew everyone in the stand. You know, there's, there's only 7,000 people in Ferry County. I think 4,300 uh, voters or something like that. I thought I knew everyone, sort of and I didn't recognize any of the cars in the parking lot. I barely recognized anyone coming out. We had Spokane Park and Rec come up with free skis, poles and boots for people. And I was walking up to people like, where'd you come from? Like I thought people came from OMAC or or Colville or Spokane. And they're like, we live in a republic. And I'd never seen these people before. They're in jeans skiing the first time in their lives. All of a sudden we have a 30 mile public park with 15 miles of waterfront that runs through four towns connects two school complexes the the confederated tribes of the colville and the lakes band in particular walked that trail for ten thousand years just it was a brief hiccup when it was privately owned now it's public again 10 minutes later my phone rang and it was a commissioner going what the hell are you doing kid you interloper (laughs) this isn't seattle
2: Despite Bobby and his allies' best intentions to build and expand a new wilderness trail for Ferry County, not all of the community was as sold on the idea.
1: The commissioner describes me and the people on the rail trail group as wolves tearing at the flesh of the county like it's a downed deer that's still alive. Once I realized I had a problem on my hands, I just started doubling down on the education piece. Like the commissioners saw it as a, as an ATV corridor, motorized recreation. They wanted to turn it into an ATV corridor. They're like, we don't need grants. I'm like, there's millions and millions of dollars available to develop these trails, but it's all attached to non-motorized funds, non-motorized grants, healthy grants, bicycle pedestrian funds, initiatives. And we needed something different for the county, something dynamic.
2: From his tour manager days, cajoling, convincing, winning, making things better was what Bobby was good at. Someone came up to me on my board and said, oh, we're in
1: trouble. The, the rail corridor goes along the lake and, you know, five and a half, six miles. I'm like, yeah, it's gorgeous. And they're like, no, no, man. It goes right through Bobby Weller's yard.
2: That's Ferry County Kingpin and Public Utilities veteran Bobby Weller.
1: And I'm like what's the problem he goes no you don't understand the track is between bobby weller's house and the water and i'm like yeah we're gonna put some crushed rock down it'll be a couple kids a bike bell and you know it's gonna be beautiful maybe a horse once in a while and he goes no bobby weller doesn't want the trail she's she doesn't want the trail she runs this county she's the head of the pud you know they call her the velvet hammer she's just like you know we're screwed You know, never tell a tour manager or manager they can't do something. You know, the second these guys got between me and a community rail trail, I was like, all right, dude, watch this, you know. And so I called Bobby Weller up. And, she, you know, she had heard about me here at the rail trail. And after explaining to her what you get with funding a beautiful maintained rail trail with people on bicycles, walking, cross-country skiing versus ATVs in your yard... And no bathrooms no trailheads no signage she hung up the phone and called me back like an hour later and said she wanted to be on the board and she wanted to have the best rural rail trail in washington state so ferry county is incredibly challenged financially we don't we can barely keep the lights on at the courthouse you know we have to rob from the road budget to keep the lights on at the courthouse We don't have a parks department. We don't have anything. And that's why we cobbled together the the citizens group to do all the work and do the heavy lifting and develop the trail. And so we had to do it in phases. First phase was we won a grant for planning from the National Parks, Rivers, and Trails Assistance Program. And that helped us get our plan together to apply for construction grants, basically. We are going to Olympia and sleeping in our cars to present our grants before these boards against people like Seattle that have, you know, millions and millions of dollars of park budgets and staff and all this stuff. And then, okay, up next is Ferry County. And like, we're like, you know, we're trying to roll off the dog hair of our clothes and, and go up there and, and it's pretty charming, but you know, we're up against pros and people that are paid to give these presentations. So, um we did really well. We had member donations, you know, a lot of local small donations. We had donations from Kinross Gold Mine. We got donations from Boise Cascade, Fog and Lumber. I mean, everyone came to this party. I tapped some of my rock star friends and they did, uh, like, you know, it started with REM signed guitars. And then I had. I got a Pearl jam signed guitar, Vetter signed a ukulele that we auctioned off and got 17000 bucks for. You know, those guys are so incredible and give, talk about giving back to the community. It's incredible what those guys do. The turning point for us was the commissioners kept saying, no, that's not the Ferry County way. We're not going to do that here. And we forced it to a vote. We got it on the ballot and they lost by a supermajority. We won by 61% for non-motorized. I think if we grow properly, we can bring more recreation to the area, more beyond the rail trail. Also work together with the community and timber industry and uh, environmentalists and get some roadless areas designated and permanently protected. You know, right now it doesn't have those protections, so I've been working with a bunch of people on the planning process for the Colville National Forest. I'm part of a group uh, that is called the Northeast Washington Forestry Coalition. I'm advocating for more protection for the Colville, which takes the form of wilderness or backcountry, and that also includes areas for motorized wreck and timber harvest. Through this collaboration, the Colville just set the record for board feet coming out of a national forest in the United States our forest, Northeast Washington. A forest no one's, barely anyone's ever heard of. And that's by the environmentalists and the timber industry working together and signing off on these timber sales and doing it right and being sensitive to it. And so that's, for me, that's pretty exciting.
2: There are more close votes, more dust-ups with commissioners, more convincing to do, but ultimately the rail trail survives and it's thriving. And Bobby hasn't stopped. He got more grants. He's trying to build a skate park nearby. Building community for Bobby continues. To donate to the rail trails, go to FerryCountyRailTrail.com From Ruinous Media, this is Whitaker.
0: Thanks to Bob for the story. Go to RuinousMedia.com to hear more stories from the road and life. All at RuinousMedia.com slash to your stars.